Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. You know, no matter what I think of lockdowns, restrictions, and I'm sure if you all listen to the show over the last five months, you probably know what I think. But look, I think we've had very balanced debates and the fact we've had professors and immunologists on that agree with it. We've had people on that don't agree with it. Uh, we have callers on who disagree and agree. No matter what I think, those rules are there and those guidelines are there for you to follow. And what happened uh, the night before last is incredible, is absolutely incredible. The very people who were telling everybody else what they should and shouldn't do, who should be the most informed when it comes to COVID-19 because they get all the information maybe that we don't get. Because not everything, I'm sure, is published. Those very people are the people who decided, in their judgment, to go to have a party with 81 people out of the night after restrictions were brought in that said no more than six people at an event, unless, of course, it was a wedding. There was an exception made for weddings that were already booked. The hotel's argument was that there was a partition wall in the room from floor to ceiling that divided the room uh, to suggest there was no interaction between these people from the two sections of the room is bizarre. In other words, the, what was written in the Irish Examiner was there was 36 on one side and 45 on the other side or something like that, um, and they were on different sides of the room. So it's a kind of workaround of the guidelines. They said they got information directly from the Irish Hotel Federation. Now, let me tell you, we have been on to every politician, almost, I think nearly all of them, every senator in relation to this particular story, the ones that were involved in the story. We've been on to the Irish Hotel Federation, who've been on the air with us many times, um, obviously, to get their point across when they wanted to be part of the reopening, to get guidelines and guidance from the state and to push their own personal agenda, obviously, for their own businesses. No problem getting them now. Then, do you think we can get them now? No, not interested in talking about it. Can't even get a statement from them. Any statement yet, Ashling? No, nope, I don't think there's a statement yet. If we get a statement, we let you know. Because the hotel are blaming the Irish Hotel Federation, saying that they told them it was okay to do this. But who in their wildest dreams would think that a politician, a senator, a judge, a radio presenter who was talking about it every day, Sean O'Rourke, who was talking about it every day, up to only recently, when he resigned, and arguing with these politicians about saving lives, etc., etc. Who in their wildest dreams thought it was acceptable, whether you might have thought it was within the guidelines, which it couldn't have been, by the way. Who in their wildest dreams thought this was acceptable and thought that they were just, nobody would even notice it happened. Well, Dara Callery has resigned on Friday morning, as out this morning, as Minister for Agriculture. That was a short ministry, wasn't it? Just as short as Barry Cowan, of course, just before him, his predecessor. After his attendance at a golf dinner, which has now provoked a huge political controversy. I'd say Michal Martin wakes up every morning thinking, what now? In a statement this morning, the Taoiseach said Mr. Callery's attendance at the event was wrong and an error of judgment on his part. People all over the country have made a very difficult personal sacrifice in their family lives and in their business to comply with the COVID regulations. This event should not have gone ahead in the manner that it did. Um, uh, the government decision of last Tuesday. He's, after the government's decisions are last Tuesday in relation to restrictions, I'm assuming he was talking about. And Michal Martin said, in uh, resigning Mr. Callery, uh, he said he has made the right decision for the country. Elsewhere, in a tweet posted on Friday morning, Senator Jerry Buttimer has confirmed he has resigned from his position. 
Uh, Leo Varadkar has said he's removed the party whip from all the Fine Gael senators that were there. Phil Hogan is not apologising, uh, but suggesting that he believed that um, there was no breach at the time. Um, he believed that the hotel, uh, obviously, were within the guidelines. The event hotel was held in the Clifton, uh, or should I say the station house in, in Clifton in County Galway, is understood to have involved a golf competition followed by a dinner. Uh, the event was organised to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Oireachtas Golf Society, whose membership includes TD senators, TD senators, as well as some civil service journalists uh, who work in Leinster House and organise regular golf outings. The boys and the gals. It's understood that the dinner following the event, the room was divided into two into a par- by partition with fewer than 50 on each side of the room. Uh, the table plan uh, for the event listed 82 people for dinner with up to 10 people per table, even though the guidelines say you should only have six. According to one person who attended, the organisers had satisfied themselves after consulting with the hotel uh, that they were operating within the official guidelines. However, sources say the petitions between the two rooms was pulled back for the speeches. So, in other words, it wasn't two rooms. It was one room divided with a partition which was removed. A person staying at the hotel with his family told the Irish Times he saw no evidence of social distancing when he witnessed the attendees arriving. No masks, no distancing, said the witness uh, who asked that his name not be used. He said he had to push his kids through the Oireachtas members uh, whom whom he recognised to try and get to the lift. He says, my 11-year-old, who is COVID-anxious, was hugely upset. The hotel has been brilliant all week on all COVID aspects. This was really a strange event with that in mind. At the reception, people were being introduced to each other and shaking hands, no distancing, no masks. We were flabbergasted, he said, according to a witness. So here are the people. There's a list of them, by the way. I'm not going to read them all out. I'm sure you've read them all in the papers today. These are all TDs, former TDs, senators, a judge, a radio broadcaster, a very famous one, of course, one of the most famous in the country. All at this event... No social distancing, it seems, according to this witness. A partition wall which was pulled away completely against the guidelines which had been introduced the night before. Um, And actually, to be honest, it was against the guidelines anyway because the very idea of having 10 people at a table was against the guidelines. Um, Well, unless they're all part of the same family or something like that, I don't know. So in other words, anybody, anybody, any position of power within government even if you didn't even doubt the guidelines for a minute, I mean, even if you thought, maybe it's okay, you wouldn't have gone. You would have just said, listen, lads, we need to cancel this event in light of what the government have just said about keeping down our social contacts, etc., etc. No matter whether you believe in what the government said or not, they're the ones making the decision. So it's do as we say, not as we do. Now, as you can hear this morning... The debris from this particular story, you have TDs resigning, senators resigning, Leo booting them all out, removing the party whip, Michal Martin in a mess. Will the government even survive this mess? It's falling apart, the seams, a lack of confidence in Michal Martin, it seems, lack of confidence in Stephen Donnelly. If you look at social media, people don't believe, they don't believe he's sincere, according to people on social media. There seems to be a massive lack of confidence. And this, I believe, is the nail in the coffin for this particular government. But I want to take your calls. Maybe you believe it was just a party, Niall. They were grand. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to say that today. Paddy, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Paddy? 
Hello, Paddy. Sorry about that. I do apologize. Uh, sa- sadly, I'm well switched on this morning. Now, sadly, uh, Noel, I'd just like to start off. I'm going to preface what I'm going to say by, by, by quoting some, some far more intelligent man than me that says, uh, all animals are equal, uh, some more equal than others. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, this whole situation, as far as I'm concerned, it's completely, it's not, it's gone totally, it's totally off, off the radar. This is completely, uh, I think the, uh, the, the ordinary person, which I include myself, and I use that word loosely, uh, I've, I've personally had, it, uh, had enough of all this situation. I've had enough of all this bullshit from, from uh, TVs, from all these senators, from all these... I watched the, this lad who turned out to be quite a nice lad. This lad, Buttermer, sitting on uh, The Tonight Show, and he was going on, listen, we, we, can, we can overcome all this if we follow the guidelines, and blah, blah, blah. And listen to Seamus Wolf. Uh, Seamus Wolf, by the way, was our Attorney General. I'm sure you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right, uh, yeah, like yeah he was, the, and he's a, he's a judge now. Well, he's, by the way, he's made a comment, too. I did read out his yeah, comment a few weeks Yeah, the comment he made was, he said, uh, if he had have known... Uh, that, that, that the situation was, basically, I'm paraphrasing, the situation was as it was, he would not have attended. Uh, this guy has a PA. You know, his PA would uh, do all that before him. These guys don't have to pick up phones anymore. These guys are, uh, you know, far beyond anything myself and yourself, uh, uh, personally, well, myself anyway, uh, has to do in life. These guys have people to do all this for them. And it just amazes me that, you know, the likes of this guy, Calorie, who's a, seemingly these guys are pillars of society. They're unbelievable guys. The greatest people that ever lived. And, and you know, it's a genuine mistake. They're in a privileged yeah. position of making decisions for me and you. Yeah. And everybody but, else. But, uh, these guys are legislators, now. I mean, you know, let's, let's, not, let's not belittle what the job these guys are supposed to be doing. And I'm absolutely, I'm like yourself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of so fit to be tied now at this stage. I'm about to, I, I, I think jumping up and down is uh, something that doesn't work anymore, you know. <laughs> But I, I honestly, God, I feel that uh, whilst this guy will lose his, uh, his he loses cabinet seat. Uh, he won't lose his TV. Well, no, he, well, mean, well, he, well, he can't be fired because he's an elected representative. It's up no, to no, him no, to step that. down if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the penalisation to me doesn't fit the crime, and I mean this is a crime. That's fair because I. But well, the Guardian you know, are investigating us at the moment, by the way. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, that's like RTE doing an investigation on the likes of these guys as well. That's not going to happen. My point is that I listen to yourself, you know, uh, re- re- regularly. And I mean, you make so many good. I mean, like, it's it's like something that I've been, it, this thing is all coming to pass. You, you, you've been speaking about this going back over the last two months about, you know, rules and regulations, which, yes, we all have to have. But I mean, uh, to, to who are these rules and regulations for? Uh, all I hear about is over 70s. You know, all I hear about is poor old people being put, and I'm not far from the bloody thing. All I hear about is poor old people put in homes and, you know, forget about them. And these, these, you know, these, I, I use a word that, God almighty, these corner boys, right, that have been elected into our situation, go along, 81 of them. You know, all these so-called privileged guys in society, over 100K a year, of which I've been paying for all my life. And, I mean, these guys can go down. I mean, just if they tell me that they didn't know the situation, then they're tickered than I ever thought they would be. I mean, if but I mean, who, who? I mean, think about it is when you're in that situation, right? And you know, you're a, I don't know, you're a TD or elected representative or somebody who's telling everybody else what to do, essentially, right? You have to be very conscious. We spoke about this when Leo was, you know, uh, bare topped in Phoenix Park drinking his cans of beer with his mates, right? Now, I mean, thankfully, Leo got a well for him. Thankfully, he got a kind of got away with that. Okay, there was a bit of coverage in the media, but that is nothing compared to this. You know, I mean, for example, in that situation, Leo should have known better. It was right in the middle of towards the. It was kind of in the middle of the lockdown. He should have known better, 
right? Then do out. He could have just stayed in his gaff, you know, with his mates in the back garden yeah. or something like that. You know, I know there was only four of them or something like that. And they were, I mean, look, it's not the crime of the century. But what I'm saying is he should know better because these people must put themselves above the general public. In other words, they, they have to set a higher standard because they're the ones telling us to do something. So to walk into an event with, where you can clearly see there's a gathering, and a large gathering of people, the night after the government have said reduce your social contacts, no more than six to a formal or informal event, blah, 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 blah. To walk into a gathering like that, as a minister, you had to, in your own mind, unless you rightly said you're thick as a plank, you had to have said to yourself, I'm out of here. I'm not getting involved in this. I'm not having a picture taken of this thing. You know what I mean? No, no, yeah, no, d- d- like, this, you know, listen, I mean, uh, the, uh, I'm from Swords, right? And this is a local, uh, I mean, the, uh, the local Gob Society, which uh, I was one stage, they, they couldn't hold their meeting because of the social gathering. They couldn't have any more than 10 people at it. This thing is the Oroctus Gob Society. Let's make no mistake. They were there to elect their captain. That's what they were doing. This is all the little boys joining. Don't, well, XCD, Donny Cassidy, isn't he? Wasn't he is he the captain? Who's the captain? Uh, well, well, he organised uh, everything. Uh, at at, at yeah. this stage, you know, uh, the, the, is it amazing how most people would know all these names? Because, uh, and pardon, pardon the, the small, and it's only a small bit of French. It's not going to be a large bit, so please don't be concerned. But these are the, these are the regular old farts that we see continuously, continuously popping their head up when the elections come along. This, this is a massive gig. This is a well-paid gig of which these guys are part of a well-paid club. And to me personally, as, as a citizen who's worked all his life and who takes an interest uh, in most of what's going on, and do your, do, do your best to try and uh, keep people safe and all this, I just lost it. As far as I'm okay, concerned, well, 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 hang, hang on a second, because I want to go to Valerie as well before the break. Valerie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Valerie? I'm good, Niall. How are you? Um, well, I'm, I suppose interested is probably a good <laughs> word for how I feel at the moment. Because, I mean, yeah, normally no, my job is to keep balance, but I, there's no way I'm going to get somebody to come on the air and say they didn't do anything wrong, Niall. You'll be lynched. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, yeah, realistically... No, they're a pack of hypocrites, I think, actually, to be honest, Niall. Um, so they are, like, as far as I'm aware, there aren't any of them blind or visually impaired, are there? I don't think so, no. Okay, so... If you're in a position of power and you walk into a situation where the law has been broken, you turn in your heels and you leave. I don't think people there would be uproar today if they had done that because they're pleading ignorance. They didn't know that X amount were going to be there. I heard one this morning, and I don't know who it was. I got the very tail end of a conversation. I heard one this morning on radio saying, it's like when you walk into a hotel or a building, you assume the fire regulations are in place and you don't have to ask. No, that's and I thought, what different. a stupid analogy. Yeah, if you, you walked into a room and seen a, and seen a lock yeah. or a chain on a door, of course you will do something about it. In other words, when you Absolutely. walked in and seen all those people there, you would have known. Easy people in a room or more, and, and they just stayed there for the whole event. Mm. Um, and um, no, absolutely not. They didn't think that actually that the word would get out is what happened there. I actually got a flashback, to be honest with you, of how he given his speech in the 80s. Tighten your belts and oh, come yeah, around yeah. with designer shirts and ties. We've got to live Same within our means. <laughs> That's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually got a flashback of that when I um, heard about it. No, completely shocking. And you know what? I do hope the next generation coming up won't tolerate any of that BS that's actually going but on. But you know what? I don't... And I, and I, the yeah, I would, club where they have their own mm-hmm. rules. It's unacceptable today. 100%. But you think, you think it ever... I mean, I'll ask both you, Paddy, as well. No, when, when, when we come to politics, do you think the old nod and winkery will ever go away? Because when you give people power, they... I mean, I'm not saying everybody abuses power, but a lot of people, by human nature, they do abuse power. Yeah, but you see, then the general public... They should not tolerate it. They should be up in arms about it. Well, we and are. insist that they resign. They should... Uh, people in these positions have to be holier than thou, actually. 
You know, yes. I mean, okay, no, nobody's sorry. perfect. You know, you can have a slight stain that may not have big implications. But if there's, you know, if you're doing something that is in contrast to what you're preaching, you should not be in that position. They're, they're brilliant jobs. They work hard, but they get huge salaries. They have great perks. They have pensions, you know, quite young, um, you know. So they're golden. There's jobs for the creme de la creme. Yes, yeah, so well, 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 hang on, because Paddy... Paddy, you want to say something to Valerie there? Yeah, sorry, sorry, Niall. Yeah, as, as Valerie quite and, and, and said very, very nicely. But, I mean, I'm going to be very interested to see. I mean, like, you talk in terms of if... Uh, Going forward, will, will, will there be a new way of thinking and things like that? I doubt it very much. There's a couple of things I'd like to see. I'd love to see, uh, you know, all these guys' mates, their so-called colleagues in, in the doll and that. Number one, let them see, let, let's see them come out individually and condemn exactly what happens. Plus, I'd also like to say, I mean, you were on the phone, and you quite rightly said about these young guys down in um, the Berlin restaurant that time. And, I mean, uh, totally taken out of context and all that jazz. I mean, young yeah. lads out just doing, and young ladies, out doing what uh, I personally don't know would have no problem with it. Yeah, you know, a few yeah, minutes of madness, yeah. Top. Now, yeah. let's see the same castigation, uh, if, if that's a word. Let's see the same, uh, you know... Condemnation, uh, yes. Condemnation being brought against this hotel. And let's see... The well, now, well let, let's be clear. Now, I did try to get the hotel, and I spoke to James, the manager, actually, last night. And James yeah. is adamant, adamant, and I spoke to James, the manager, last night. And he was adamant they have done nothing wrong because he oh, said he sought guidance from the Irish Hotel Federation. Now, we have been on to the Irish Hotel Federation. They won't speak to anybody. No, they okay, want the well, business. Yeah, you well, know, the country has been really affected financially from yeah, COVID, Valerie, and I can appreciate that, and there's yeah. a lot of businesses decimated, and the tourist industry, and I understand all of that. But well, Valerie, there are rules... Wedding, and, yeah, yeah, I was at a yeah, wedding what? last week uh, down in yeah. uh, Blessington, which, which was... But I'm talking, I mean, and I've no problem mentioning the hotel so far, which was absolutely brilliant. The reason I say it is because the social distancing, these people had to limit this wedding to 50. Uh, the majority of it was outside. And I'm talking, they were heartbroken that they couldn't invite their close friends, but these oh, guys had cancelled this wedding twice. Now, yeah, no, you've been a position well, I, I, think, I think both of you, what's worse than that, and I've seen many tweets of people who said they abided by the rules, particularly during the, the, the more strict part of the lockdown, where they literally couldn't go and see their father or mother die, or they couldn't go to a funeral, or they couldn't go to see an elderly person, you know, at weeks before they might have passed away. So, you know, when you put all that into perspective and people follow the rules, this seems like it's, it's arrogance knows no bounds. But Keith, hang on for a second, guys. Keith Redmond, who's a former councillor of uh, Fingal, has... Uh, Fingal, or Keith, you've a uh, bit of sympathy for them. Yeah, well, I, I kind of know him as a person. I know him individually. And uh, I suppose, first of all, he, what he did was completely wrong. I'm not defending no, no, it whatsoever. Hang on, and, Paddy. Go ahead, sorry, Keith. I said, first of all, I'm not defending. I mean, what he did was wrong. And in fairness to him, he knows what he did was wrong. He's fallen on his sword. On but it's not just him, by the way. Can we just establish yeah, that? You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of the minutes. But if you think about this for a moment, not... 48 hours before that, if that event had happened, it would have happened completely within the rules, right? So we were allowed to... Well, there's a, well there is argument. There's arguments around that, Keith, as to whether it would have been. Firstly, there was 10 at a table. There were six at some tables, is what I'm being told. Yeah. 10 at a table thing is something so that's on social media, so we don't know. So at the, at the same time, as I say, 48 hours before that... No that social distancing according to witnesses? At, at that gentleman, as that gentleman just said, he was at a wedding with 50 people. So... 48 hours before that, it would have been... He's not a politician. No, but I mean, we're all have to live under the same rules. That's no, we're not. No, 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 no. Keith, 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 you're wrong. We're not all well, living okay. under the same rules. Uh, when you're a politician, you have to set higher standards. And that's just the way it has to be. That's well, no, just they, the sacrifice. Well, ho- well, hold on, Niall. You, you can't set a higher standard on the law. The law was 48 hours beforehand, 50 people in a room. Well, so they broke we were, the law, didn't they? 
But they did. Off. They did, and yeah. he knew. It's he forty eight hours later. You know exactly. I mean? uh, exactly. Yeah. So he knew he knew what he and did was okay. wrong. And okay, Paddy, Paddy, let 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 Keith speak. Go ahead, He knew what he did was wrong. And as I say, he, he made a stupid mistake, and he's fallen on his sword. I don't defend that at all. What I'm what I'm all I'm saying is, as a, from a, as a personal point of view, I know the guy. He's a really nice guy, and I just feel sad for him that he spent twenty odd years in in politics trying to get to the the pinnacle of his profession, and he's only lasted a month. And as a result of a stupid mistake, he's had to fall on his sword. But like that's a, a personal kind of feeling that I would have for somebody as you would. For somebody you like, but at are the you same speaking time, about only one person? Though were there more than one? How many people were involved? He's speaking about Derek Cameron. Well, I, yeah. I know that. How many were yeah. involved in, in general in in this that are working for government? Well, it, how many were involved? Well, well, it, it seems well eighty-one people, but I mean, there was quite a substantial yeah. amount of them were either former TDs, senators, or well, were TDs go. or senators. A oh, judge yeah. I mean, and a radio presenter. The collective, the collective mm. wisdom in that room should have known that this was a stupid idea. It, they did know. They didn't happened. think it would be caught out. That's the reality yeah. of it. Well, they I think want people, in, this, in this day and age, know, every, all that kind of stuff gets caught in the year of But, but I mean, Keith, you say you know him and you say he's a nice guy and I, for a minute I don't doubt you. I don't know, Darren. I'm sure he is a nice guy because I don't believe his own personal, uh, you know, uh, what we believe or judge him personally should come into this. But the point is, as a Minister for Agriculture and only recently a Minister for Agriculture, he himself walked into this situation like, if you, Keith, if you, you know, back in your days when you were a councillor, even, if you would have walked into that situation knowing, because it's all over the news about the further restrictions, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If you would have walked into that situation, what would you have done? Yeah, no, I mean, you have to be, you have to be aware, if, if not compliant, wanting to be compliant with the law, you have to be aware of the optics. The optics of that situation were horrific. So he should have known, and he should have known very well that he wasn't supposed to be in that So he should have walked back out again. Well, he shouldn't have even gone. I mean, it was a three-hour drive. I mean, he should, he should have... Well, that's right. There was actually drive. an orange wind warning. I wasn't there an orange weather warning at the same, same time well, as well. Somewhere along that drive, yeah. common sense should have, should have come in. But it, it's, a, it's astounding that so many of them, all politically, allegedly aware, none of them thought of it. Including so, a radio presenter who would have been on the air giving out to all these people that they're not doing enough for COVID-19 on a regular basis. Yeah, and he was there too. It'd be interesting to see if Sean O'Rourke would now go on to Sarah McInerney and defend him. On her last day, mind you, <laughs> which would be quite ironic, to be honest with you as well. No, look, I, 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 think, I think at the end of the day, you, you, have to, you have to just say, look, the guy's made a, a stupid mistake. He's fallen on his sword. He's done the right thing. But it, it's still OK to kind of go, you, you know, you poor sap. I mean, that's basically where, well, the way I'm thinking of it. Yeah, sorry, Paddy, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I just, <laughs> I just said earlier on, you know, I'd be very interested to see, you know, uh, I, I call it circling the wagons. And I mean, I don't know whether that, that, that gentleman's, uh, I don't know whether he's Fianna Gael or Fianna Fáil. Personally, I couldn't give a rat's what he is because I have absolutely not an ounce of, of, of interest in either of them, uh, their, their, their parties. But I mean, I just said there beforehand, it'd be very, very interested to see, you know, which of these guys come out and condemn their mates. The first thing that came on, uh, the guy came on, and nicely said, he's a person, he's a nice Fella. But I mean, there, there are older people that have suffered on such a scale, it's unbelievable. Why not just come out and say, listen, he's wrong, period, end of story. Him being a personal nice fella is not, this is his job. So forget about the personalities and the nice stuff. Uh, he was wrong, period, end of story. He was, you know? but he was, but I do understand what Keith is saying. So then let's, I mean, okay, but what about uh, the, the, the Berlin restaurant? I mean, that chap standing on the bar pouring, I'm sure he's... Yeah, he was wrong too. The poor chap was dragged left, right and centre through. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I don't believe it. And the same when we had the, the people in Dame Street or Dame Lane going back about a month ago or so. And I've seen some of the comments. I hope all their family die. Uh, somebody should beat them up. I mean, that's completely uncalled for. I mean, see, when people make this, mistakes, this, that's it. You just condemn the mistake. Yeah, but Niall, this is, this is kind of part and parcel of, I suppose, what I'm getting at, which is that we are developing a bit 
of uh, hang 'em high mentality around it, where we are we're all you know sacrificing, we're all making you know sacrifices personally, and we're, as a result, that's building a resentment not and an not anger toward people. Friend, I all. actually don't well, think no, that's I think the case we, either. No, no, no. Well, Valerie, go ahead, Valerie. A lot of people that had planned weddings, and I've known of people that actually had a wedding yeah, that yeah, already postponed it twice. Twice. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, and, I mean we, could, we could all argue about what restrictions should be there or shouldn't be there, should be going down the routes of lockdowns again. I mean, that's all kind of irrelevant to the argument we're having today. The argument is those, those guidelines are in place, whether you want them or whether you agree with them, or whether you don't agree with them. And these are the individuals, Keith, who put those guidelines in place. These are the ones responsible for that. And it is very much a case of do as we say and not as we do. But do me a favour, Keith, stay there, please, if you, if you want to, and, and Valerie. Um, thanks very much indeed, Paddy. And I'll take one or two more calls after the break. You can keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. People are still reacting to this story, so we need to continue with it. They're still reacting to our TDs and senators and judges and radio presenters all deciding it was all right to have a nice house. Hey, Niall. Are you surprised about that event with our politicians? You really think it's like, yeah, who would ever thought that? <laughs> I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. And behind the closed door, man, they have a party like hell, like in 70s. It's like a good old fashioned 70s party. Now, where are the police to find them two and a half thousand euros? Where are the prosecutor to shut down them? Where are these people? They're not for them, they're for you. If you have some small shop, they will close you down and shut you down, plus fines. But not for the ruling class, right? Okie doke, thanks, that's it. Okie doke, not for the ruling class, you maybe, yeah, for the rest of us. The rules are only for the rest of us, not for the ruling class. How are you, Noel? I'd love to know where the, uh, was the minister's getting paid for speaking. That's why they turned up. Maybe if they weren't getting paid, they probably wouldn't have turned up. Maybe that was the reason why they, they were there. And also, I think the hotel, they should face uh, scrutiny of the law, because... If I had 20 people in my house and a guard came in, I couldn't tell the guard if I left 10 in the kitchen and 10 in the sitting room. You have to adhere to the rules and nobody should be above the law, so I think the hotel should suffer as well. So thanks for that thought anyway, not. I like that idea, yeah, 10 in the kitchen, yeah, you kind of work around the law because that's what they did by saying there was a partition in the room and there was less than 50 on each side of the room. Ah, so if the guards come into your house, he makes a good point. You're only allowed six. I have six in the bedroom, six in the hall, I have six out of the back garden, uh, I have six in the kitchen. Yeah, they're kind of workaround. In, in other words, the politicians are saying there's a workaround, or the hotel is saying there's a workaround. So, and obviously the politicians agreed with it because they were there. So, well, well and good. And they, but then you, the hotel said they got their information from the Hotel Federation. And I want to read out a statement from them. Because we've had them on the air numerous times, but unfortunately... Surprise, surprise, they're not available today to take a call. But they did send us a statement. So the Irish Hotel Federation, who said, well, according to James, who I spoke to last night, the manager of the hotel, he said he got permission from them on the guidelines or got advice on the guidelines and they told him it was okay for him to have this party. Further to the government announcement on Tuesday, in relation to the COVID-19 restrictions, we sought clarification on a number of issues from the Department of Tourism. In line with the protocol agreed with the department, we advised all members that the status quo remains in terms of the current operational procedures for hotels until further notice. The current guidelines around the capacity at an indoor event are clear. They permit a maximum of 50 people at one time, including hotel staff and any other uh, event 
uh, supported support workers. Uh, multiple gatherings are allowed in venue facilities provided they are in separate defined spaces and there are systems to prevent intermingling, intermingling in common spaces e.g. entrances, exits and toilet facilities. We're expecting that the updated operational guidelines will be published by Falja Ireland and the Department of Tourism early next week. Compliance with the published operational guidelines is the responsibility of each, and each individual hotel. We encourage all hotels to ensure they're fully compliant with the operational guidelines. Now, of course, that doesn't take into consideration to some extent what was said the other day when we were all told that there, we should reduce our amount of contacts. Um, and if we were, have, we shouldn't be having formal or informal events that they would should be cancelled for the time being until the 13th of September. Um, so they're still kind of going by the old guidelines in some sense. Um, and, you know, does a partition wall count as two separate rooms? When, according to a witness, the partition wall was removed while the speeches were on. But there was 50 people or less than 50 people on each side of the room. But does it really matter what the hotel federations say, what the hotels say, and their part in all this? And I don't believe they're the worst. They're just a business trying to make money. And I'm not saying, by the way, they're trying to make it in any ill-gotten way. But at the end of the day, what's really important here is the politicians. They went to an event knowing there was 81 people or knowing that there was that amount of people, a, a fair amount of people, which would have been over the guidelines, whether they were split up into two groups or not, even though the wall allegedly was pulled away and they were all in one group at one point. They were still hanging out together, shaking hands together, didn't wear masks, according to witnesses. The point is, they should have known better. Let me go to Sean. Sean, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sean? Oh, well, how are you? Good. I agree with you. Your WhatsApp caller there, he said he wasn't surprised that they broke their own rules. But I am surprised that they did it so quickly. Like, look, government usually... Moves the following day, on. like? Yeah, well, how many hours was it? Well, see, well, yeah, it, wouldn't have been, it would have been less than 24 hours. Yeah, and it took them 128 days to even form the government. <laughs> Yet they can break their own rules. In tw- less than 24 hours, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shows that they're totally incompetent. Does it show that they're totally incompetent or that they just don't care? Um, in other words, they, they don't believe it either. In other words, the, the, the rules they're actually bringing in, they actually don't believe it either. Yeah, exactly. Like listening to Health Minister Tanley yesterday, like he was talking about kids on trampolines and... He's not very convincing, is he? He's not. Like he hasn't even made up his own mind. But you know, you know what? In relation to what he said about the trampolines, I understood the point he was trying to make. He just made it extremely badly. I understood the point as well, yeah. Because he, he was technically statistically right, and I gave that information earlier on, 137 yeah. million kids between 0 and 19 years of age in, Europe, in the eight main countries in Europe, and 1,404 died in accidents, which could include trampolines, by the way. Um, 61 died of COVID-19. You were saying 1 in 8 million in the US, a young kid yeah. died of us. Yeah, 1 in 8 million. But like from, from a leader, like a leader is supposed to look at the facts and then come up with a decision and have a firm decision. Well, he should have worded it properly. The whole trampoline thing was a bit daft, the way he worded it, I think. Yeah. He he doesn't instill a lot of confidence in people. Let's be clear about that, yeah. Not at all. It's frightening, really. Yeah. 
Well, can I can I just mention to you, and I'll say it publicly because I've said it publicly on Twitter, um, Stephen Donnelly has been on the station many times when he was the spokesperson for Health of Fianna Fáil. Um, in fact, you know, he was quite happy to come on the air on numerous occasions, um, obviously to criticise government at the time. Um, but since he's become Minister for Health, we have sent at least probably seven or eight emails to the point last week where we actually emailed him and said, should we bother even emailing anymore? Um, he has refused to come on the air with me. Well, he's... Seems to say he's forgotten the people of Ireland. As well, as well, as well Stephen, if you're listening, and I know you do listen to the show because you told us the last time you were on, you listened to the show regularly. Stephen, if you are listening, you're welcome onto the show. I'd like to talk to you, but of course, they probably won't because I'm not going to give him a list of questions beforehand that I'm going to ask him. And to it rightly, so you're good at grilling people. <laughs> but he won't come on. So that, no. that's the problem we have. But, but getting back to this particular event, I mean, as you can see, they're resigning. Leo has taken the party whip off the Fine Gael senators who are there. But sure, there'll be another event next week or there'll be something else the week after. Or like, Do you believe the Pardon government... Me. Can they survive this, Sean, the government? Well, well, Leo seems to be doing a demolition job from the inside. Mm, he does, doesn't he's he? Doing the groundwork. Oh, I'd say, I'd say Leo was rubbing his, rubbing his hands at the moment. Well, Michal rubs his hands a lot as well. Yeah. In every video, he seems to be... <laughs> and I'd say Mary Lou, who's on holidays at the moment. We did try to get her on oh, the show today, but she's on oh, holidays. Ah, oh, she's just I thinking. I wouldn't support her either. Like, well, well, no, no well they, 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 they were at a funeral with no social distancing. Anyway, go back a while ago, so so they can't really talk. You know what I mean? But then again, they're not in government. So, and, and it's very telling that Fianna Fáil are more concerned with the partition in the hotel than the partition in our country. Like the comments <laughs> Michal Martin has made are very clear about that. He's kind of given up. Yeah. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed for that. Let me just go to Paul. You're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paul? Nine, how are you doing? To Good. Wet and, to wet and windy Galway. Oh, is, is it bad? Oh, it's rotten. I know. So I, we were only outside a few minutes ago during the break, myself and Ash, and the wind is really building back up again now. Yeah, it is, yeah. But as you know, it doesn't stop people from travelling to Galway. No, no, no. Yeah. They're, they're still going to Salt Hill and places all over there, all over no, the place no, there. I'm talking about Clifton. Oh, oh, oh you mean Clifton? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's another thing, by the way. There was an orange wind warning for yeah. unnecessary travel, and they went exactly. to Clifton. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Ah, yes. Um, look, they're all coming out now um, with their hands up and apologising, but that's only because they were cut out. You know, if if if, if that one went unnoticed, you wouldn't hear a word about it. You know. But this is it. I think were they were they hoping that nobody would find out about it. Well, I don't know how they could expect that, that nobody find out about it, you know. Yeah, it was modern, yeah, Ireland, social media. Ireland is a small place, you know. Yeah, sure, everybody knows everybody, and social media, of course, makes that an awful lot easier nowadays, too, doesn't yeah. it? By the way, when you were, you were, a few minutes ago there, you were saying, uh, mentioning six here and six there and six in another room. You know, you can fit a couple of people into the toilets as well, you know. <laughs> you, know <if> you, <laughs> yeah. you might get two in a cubicle. Yeah, well, could do, yeah, you could do, yeah. Who would you? But, who would be first to go into the jacks? Would you imagine? Well, yeah, yeah. on a more serious note, I went into my local bus station and train station yesterday morning to complain about. Well, my wife and I are both pensioners. To mm-hmm. complain about people travelling on on our bus route with no masks, mm-hmm. and I, and today I feel like a right idiot for going in there. You know, after listening to this. Yeah, because they're telling you to do one thing and do the other, and should they can't even abide by their own bloody rules. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, do, just, it does make a mockery of the whole thing, doesn't it, really? It's a right kick in the teeth, you know, it really is. Do you think they, I mean, I asked the, the, the last caller the same question, and, and I, I asked this in a poll last night, and I got a, a massive response of sort of 97% said no. Do you think the Irish government, I think Michal's government will survive this? 
Oh, I don't know. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a mess, a complete mess. You know, I don't know. Just, I, I, I can't see it lasting, to be honest with you. But the, la- the latest now is there's more, like, it, it, this story is just growing legs now at this stage. And I see Gavin Riley uh, from the Irish Independent, and Gavin is saying, we understand Phil Hogan has been spending some of his time since returning to Ireland at a property in County Kildare. And I remember, of course, Phil Hogan hasn't apologised yet. Yeah. Uh, for the last two weeks, Kildare, of course, residents have been on lockdown, not allowed to leave the county for non-essential journeys. Uh, but the commissioner has yet to reply to our inquiries. All right, right. So not only, not only that, he left the county of Kildare, which he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I'd say about Phil Hogan is, and I, and I said in my text there to you, that all these people that, that in public office that attended that function, they should all fall on the sword. But the one thing I'd say about Phil Hogan uh, falling on his sword, he'd be a huge loss in these um, Brexit negotiations and... and uh, do you think he's played a good part in it? I do, honestly do, yeah. And he's he's very strong there. But he but he needs when I say when you say fall on a sword, people are too pleased with the arrogance this morning that he he's, that. he's 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 not even apologizing. I know I know that and I agree. At with least it. the rest of them apologize. Yeah, I know that and I fully agree with it. But from that point of view I think he'd be a huge loss. And I don't know who and there's no guarantee like if he does fall on a sword that he would be a re- replaced by an Irish Minister. Of, of course, good, yeah. Of course. That might be a good thing, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, listen, thanks for that. Debbie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Debbie? Hi, Niall. Uh, how are you doing, Debbie? Um, what do you think of uh, the shenanigans in Clifton? It's an absolute and utter disgrace that they did that. Like, I'm, I've taken leave in September, and myself and my husband were discussing it because I live in Kildare, and we're like, do we cancel it? Do we not cancel it? Like, I've worked, like, thousands of my colleagues around the country have worked really hard over this pandemic. And I was looking forward to going away to two hotels over in, in September over a couple of days and just staying in the hotel, relaxed, not having to worry about the house, the dogs, the, the, the cars, work, nothing. Like, we wouldn't be going to pubs or restaurants or anything like that. And we were worried about, we were worried about going or not going because of this lockdown. But I'm going. If they can go under jaunt, I'm going away to sit in a hotel room, read me book, relax, and I don't care what, what they have to say anymore. Because I, do you think this has done a lot of damage to their campaign, so to speak? And this is the government's campaign to get people to follow the guidelines. Now, don't get me wrong. There's already been, over the last week particularly, there's a lot of cracks. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, mixed messaging. There's a lot of illogical decisions, non-scientific decisions, ridiculous decisions. Yeah. Uh, and people are starting to go, oh, well, hold on a second, lads. But do you think this is really going to be a nail in the coffin now? Absolutely, because like we, the majority of the country have been adhering to the, the HSE and the government guidelines. We really have, especially people that are working on the front line, uh, minimising the contact of people going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. That's what we've been doing for months. And for them to actually blatantly break the rules that they have set out for the rest of the country is just like a slap in the face to all the frontline workers and every other person that has worked through this pandemic. It really is sad. And then to think that people are thinking about not taking the breaks that we so desperately need mm-hmm. because we're worried about leaving, especially people in County Kildare, about worry, worried about leaving the county. And I know the guards on the checkpoints are only advising when you get to a checkpoint, look, t- I'd advise you to turn around. But I, I suppose they understand, they would understand too, that people need a break. And that's exactly, I, when, I, when I read about the jaunt in Galway, I thought, you know what? Here I am sitting at home worried about going away for a few days break that me and my husband need. And and they're just doing what they want. Yeah. Well, no, it does seem that way. I mean, their excuses that they didn't realise is a bit 
daft to be honest with you as yeah, somebody yeah. rightly said earlier on unless they were visually impaired and not to insult those who are visually impaired or you know c- couldn't see what was going on they had to have known uh, particularly with everything that was in the paper they had to have known from the night before the restrictions that were brought in uh, and, and what the, the Deputy Chief Medical Officer said Ronan Glynn had said about reducing your social contacts Absolutely. to less than six they had to have known that they're, they're not thick I know, and I heard one gentleman earlier on saying to you, like, a lot of them would have secretaries and PAs. Of course. And they would have known the information in regard to what was going on. And how many were going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to a conference or you're going to a meeting or you're going to anything like that, you're going to be informed exactly of what's going on. You're going to have a timetable set out for that day. So to say that they didn't have a clue is absolute and utter lie. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.